Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is adding off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is Frosted Tips with me, Lance Bass, and my lovely co-host, Turkey Michael Turchin. Well, hello there, my lovely other host. I'm great. Yeah. I'm excited. We got Kevin Wu on today. I know. He's such a sweet guy. Yeah. If you know my old radio show, we've had Kevin on, and he's just lovely. And I think it's our first K-popper. Yeah. 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 Our first K-pop member. I know. We can... There's so many we can we can go. This show can go on forever. I know, the but they just need. They I don't know why they won't come on the show. Uh, or maybe we haven't. Now maybe the, maybe this is the catalyst we need. <laughs> Kevin, you got to woo everyone else. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Well, uh, you K-pop fans will know that he is from a Yukis. Um, he was kind of a pioneer in K-pop. Yeah, he was. He does everything. He just had that Broadway show K-pop mm-hmm. that she, he starred in. Uh, got lots of Tony nominations this year. Um, he's just been killing it. Killing it. So I'm excited to have him on the show and catch up and explain to you what K pop's all about. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of us, you know, on this show and listening to the show, you know, unfortunately, we're middle aged. No, fortunately, we're middle aged. Fortunately. Yeah. That's right. Um, So we kind of miss that K pop resurgence. Um, and so we're going to teach you all kinds of fun little words. You're never too old to learn. That's right. That's You're going right. to know what a bias member is. Oh, a bias member. Oh, yeah. Because I'm your bias member. I have a bias mm-hmm. against you for being too cute. Uh, little uh, 
entertainment pop culture news uh Sinead o'connor passed away i know unfortunately this week um i don't know it exactly hasn't said but i'm assuming it was it's in mental health yeah. i mean uh, if you're having trouble out there you know ask for help there's tons of places you can go to you can call anonymously if yeah. you're just having you know some thoughts you know talk mm-hmm. to someone about yeah. it there's always the trevor project which you always oh we love too. the trevor project yeah. they they will listen to anyone and again anonymous you don't even have to say who you are mm-hmm. just like talk it out did, uh therapy's good yeah no yeah. it's great mm-hmm. everybody should be in therapy yeah. did we ever just did we ever discuss our trip we went on did we with our viewers our viewers, only vacation our we've had all year i know uh we did we we finally had a little summer vacation um which was nice we we Flew with the kids to Mississippi, mm-hmm. spent a little time with my family. Then we we let the kids stay on a little summer vacation yeah. with the grandparents. For See you later, suckers. So we flew to San Fran, and I've always wanted to drive the 101. So mm-hmm. it's a freeway here in California that hugs the Pacific Ocean the whole way, all the way from Portland to San Diego. Yeah, and there's so many great, beautiful things to do. And I've all you know, I love a road trip. So we went to San Fran, spent a few days there. We went hiking and we mm-hmm. ate such so, great oh, food. We ate so much. We went hiking. Oh we, it was like the most pleasant, leisurely mm-hmm. trip I've ever been on in my life. Non-alcoholic. Trip. Non-alcoholic trip. You would think we would do all kinds of wine because it's all the best no. wine country. But no, we just kind of just enjoyed hiking and being like healthy. Yeah. And just a lot eat- of spas. A lot of spas, yeah, and a lot of of food. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I gained a good five pounds on this trip. It was an eat, pray, love trip. What did we eat? We found ourselves. We did. We did. Bottom of a Mm -hmm. fish and chip. I tell you, this one place. I mean, we stayed in some really great places. So we, you know, San Fran. We stayed a night in Monterey. They have a really great aquarium. We stayed in Carmel for a few nights at Mm -hmm. this really great winery. Yeah. Then. We ended up in Santa Barbara, which is only an hour away from here. So it's, you know, it's, yeah, I could retire there easily. It is beautiful. Oprah Winfrey knows what she's doing. (laughs) Uh, Just a gorgeous town right on the ocean. And uh, so we stayed at this place. uh, Oh my God. What was it called? Um, Oh, the Rosewood Rosewood. Miramar. Rosewood Miramar. Miramar Beach that Rick Caruso owns. He's the one who ran for mayor, the billionaire. Uh, Oh my gosh. Wow. I was not, because we were going to Santa Barbara for two days to hike again and go to restaurants we didn't leave the hotel we did not leave the hotel once we're like no no no. we just need to i've never seen anything like this. it was so chic shake 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 and they we had a room like right on the beach uh, with like it was it was we saw uh brian austin green we saw, we saw cameron, cameron diaz, diaz and benji, benji madden, madden. Like this is like I guess the secret spot. And Lance Bass, it was the who's who of how come no one has told me about this spot until now. Obviously, I was not in. No, the cool, the cool group. You must have not got the invite. No, well, I, did I not. definitely didn't get the invite. No, uh, but it was great. And you know, I love my food, mm-hmm. and it has uh, Caruso's, the restaurant there, uh, the Michelin, Michelin star, star yeah. restaurant, and then the Michelin chef does this eight course meal, and you know, it's just like a two bite thing on every meal. Wow. There was one dish that was like, oh. There was one. It was like, it wasn't even, it was like an unofficial dish of the eight. So it was like the ninth. It was like a little sampler uh, to start it off with. And listen, everything was amazing. It was so good. Except this one thing I think was maybe an accidentally got onto the plate. Yeah. Because it tasted like a cigar. <laughs> but it was like a tomato Maybe you were supposed dish. to smoke it. <laughs> and then they give me a lighter. lighter. <laughs> oh, jinx. 
<laughs> oh my gosh um so yeah that was that was nice so i highly recommend going to the rosewood if, if you're, you're in santa barbara if you're really wealthy, and you've I saved guess. up for 50 years yeah um, that was our only time going <laughs> yeah and yeah it was good we had a, we had a discounted room so yeah. we're not all that cool but yeah. uh yeah it was it was nice it was, it was nice. really nice it was yeah. a good way to end our chic trip yes chic 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 um all right guys uh let's get into our interview let's take yeah. a little break we come back we're gonna have the one and only K-pop superstar, pioneer, Kevin Wu. Woo. <laughs> hey, LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glimpse behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great? At any age, every age. That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
And welcome back to Frosted Tips. All right, Kevin Wu is an American singer-songwriter, television host based in New York City. He is primarily known as a former member of South Korean boy band You Kiss from 2008 until 2017, as well as a host of various programs such as After School Club. Born and raised in California, he was discovered by South Korean entertainment agency Zing Entertainment at the age of 15 and subsequently moved to South Korea. After a few months of training, Wu debuted as a member of the boy group Zing in 2006. After leaving that group two years later, he re-debuted as a member of U-Kiss in 2008. And in March 2017, he left U-Kiss after his contract expired. Following his departure from U-Kiss, Wu pursued a solo career in South Korea and Japan, and he debuted as a soloist with his first single, Ride Along, in October 2018. Kevin Wu, welcome to the show. Woo! <laughs> Thank you that was, intro, that yeah. was very impressive. You've done it. Was, was everything that I said true? <laughs> it was true. Okay, yes, good. Yes, did I good. pronounce everything right? Because I mean, I see Zing is X I N G. Oh, right? we so, pronounce it Sing, but oh, Sing, Zing, whatever. See, I knew I had something wrong. Crossing, whatever. It could be pronounced <laughs> yeah, any way you want. Let's just start out. <laughs> just kidding. All right, so Kevin, you come from a musical background. Yes. Your family was all into music. Your dad plays instruments. Uh, your uncle is an opera singer. Yeah. Um, wow. when did you When did you know? that you shared that musical talent with your family? Uh, it was, uh, I guess, when I was growing up and during the holidays, we'd always just gather around the piano, sing songs, and I also sang at my school. Yeah. yeah. Sang what at was... my mi middle school graduation, too. Oh. Yeah. What was school like for little Kevin Wood? Oh, God. It's so long ago. Because <laughs> you, you went to school here in California. I did, yeah. Uh, where, where? I grew up in the Bay Area. Okay. okay. Yeah, so nice. NorCal. Mm -hmm. um, and I was a very shy, just very... Um, introverted kid mm -hmm. um honestly i just didn't see myself a lot in the media i grew up in a very like white dominant um yeah, neighborhood mm -hmm. so i didn't have too many like asian friends around me to right. feel comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. so yeah uh growing up with a lot of you know insecurities but i feel like that's why i geared towards k-pop mm -hmm. uh and a lot of my um you know upbringings and my my uh a childhood like memories were like watching a lot of K dramas, mm -hmm. and that led to K K pop, mm -hmm. uh, and that this was before YouTube days. So we yeah. would like um, rent DVDs. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, how did you find it? <laughs> and like yeah. v VHS tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would have to drive all the way to LA. I would beg my parents to drive to LA from San Francisco to go to these Korean record shops, mm -hmm. and that's. That was the only gateway to access like K-pop albums yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And did you speak fluent Korean as a kid, or did um, you learn it for when you started like, your music? I could get by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I, 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 um, you know, asked my parents like if I could have something, if I could eat, like if I'm, I'm hungry, uh -huh. like that. That's the yeah, like, like basic. the basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I really learned to read and write when I moved to Korea uh, in 2006. Was that difficult for you? Uh, it really wasn't. Yeah. No, because you already had the basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up around speaking yeah. like you know Korean, and mm -hmm. um, my all my relatives were like all Korean speakers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like right in the middle. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was uh, the holidays like? Holidays. At your house, like does the whole family come together? Your cousins and uncles and yes, aunts, yeah, yes. So mm -hmm. it's very much like an American, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. festive holiday, but with uh, with just Korean food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah what, okay, so what is the dish for the holidays? The Korean food, yeah. like what is oh. the special? Because you know we always have turkey and all that. Damn, so man. we did a little bit of both. We yeah. had our you know traditional American turkey, mm -hmm. but we also had uh, banchan, which is like side dishes, mm -hmm. and we'd have uh, something called kalbi. Which is like 
braised short ribs mm. and that was like the main dish yeah. and lots of good like soup like mm, spicy yum. soups so i mean you are a pioneer in k-pop i mean you started you. you know very well, early I'm in, yeah i'm right in front of a pioneer myself <laughs> so. well you know in different ways for sure um, so how did you how did you first hear about this k-pop when did when did K-pop start yeah. kind of going? Like, when did yeah. that start? Yeah, so That's an interesting question because yeah. it wasn't K-pop back yeah. then. It was yeah. just... Yeah, what is the evolution of that? It was just Korean music yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess the evolution really started... Um, well, yeah, I guess I my group was uh, one of the pioneers. Uh, we had several, like international members uh one member was from macau hong kong uh one member was also like me korean american uh we spoke seven different different languages uh, all put together so we were very much an international group which yukis kind of stands for it's called um it's a acronym for ubiquitous korean international superstar ubiquitous i have no idea how my boss came up with that (laughs) yeah who did come up with that Um, (laughs) the management company i have no idea (laughs) so this is a mystery it's a good sat word (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah we were meant for the international market um but then starting with our era which is like the second generation of k-pop uh that's when we kind of branched out to you know um like outside of korea Mm -hmm. and that was when yeah k-pop kind of blew up as uh as this global phenomenon starting from like the early 2010s i would say but before that it was just korean music yeah just korean music yeah Yeah. um what what artists did you listen to what inspired (laughs) you growing up for me, uh, boy bands for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's cliche to say this in front of you, but you have to believe me. NSYNC uh, was yeah. the group for me. Yeah. Um, well, what was what was it about NSYNC that made uh, made you want to do something? Uh, like it was the dance. It yeah. was the music oh, so videos. The performance. The performance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, for sure. yeah. yeah. And that's what I love Same. about K-pop. Because right now the American boy bands they they don't dance really it's just it's different these yeah. days but K-pop's come around I'm like now that's a performance like, we kind of took what you guys did mm-hmm. uh, in the early 2000s and we kind of just like evolved it and kind of um, infused our own flavor and taste into it for and sure it just kind of transitioned into into K-pop mm-hmm. but definitely influences. Um, Big influences from yeah. from you guys for sure. So when you went over to South Korea to audition, mm-hmm. one, how did you even know there was an audition yeah. to be had? And, <laughs> and, and what did your what parents? Did you, yeah, what did your what parents, did your parents think, think when you said that? So I, I'm very blessed. My mom is was a actress in Korea, oh, so yeah? she was already in oh. entertainment. Yeah, she had okay. her feet in the the industry. Mm-hmm. So when I told her I wanted to, you know, go to Korea, I wanted to sing and. I wanted to be in a K-pop group because I, um, you know, I loved the whole concept of boy bands and how like we could all kind of um, really complement each other Mm -hmm. uh, because there's so many different personalities in one group and that makes it so special. Uh, So I asked my mom, like, do you know any agencies or any people that I could meet? And luckily she knew many. (laughs) So it just took one flight to Korea and... um, and also, it took one audition to yeah. get into the group that I debuted. Would in. your mom ever act again? Um, no. No, she's like that's no. done. That was- she, <laughs> she is full time momager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Ever since I debuted, she's always been mm. by my side, um, yeah. super supportive. Aww. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have one sister. She's yeah. also my manager, oh, so no. it's a family oh, business. Oh, family you keep business. it in the family. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> I mean, that can be difficult for some. 
I mean, uh, I I didn't say it was easy, yeah. but, yeah. Um, but we, we, we make it work. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, the families have your back, and it's mm-hmm. sometimes the only people you can really trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also have family members like Brittany's dad that you're like, eh, maybe you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. A little, a little too controlling. Yeah. yeah. And you hear the horror stories, I think, Macaulay Calkins' parents. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, people that I mean, really so took many. advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. So, again, very blessed. Yeah. yeah. That is nice. Uh, so you did up. You did end up auditioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, they loved you <laughs> because you. I made... don't know why. What was it? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so tell, talk about that audition. Like how how did that day go? And oh, what were God. you what yeah. were you thinking? Oh God, it was uh, even till this day it was just so nerve wracking because oh. they asked me to dance, like mm-hmm. freestyle dance. But yeah. I only sang at my school choir. And yeah. I sang at on at Christmas dinners. Like I never had to perform for anyone. Right. But uh, there were like ten people, like executives. Um, um, and cameras all around, lighting. And imagine a 15-year-old kid just standing in front of all that. Um, I was just so nervous. I, I uh, don't know how I did the audition. But uh, I think they found like potential or some kind of star quality, um, I guess, I had when I was younger. Um, but yeah. So it's it, almost like an X Factor audition but not televised. Do, do you ever see this footage of your audition? Did they ever use that? Oh, no, i never seen it. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, yeah, now they're going to find that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea where that tape is. Oh, my gosh. If all my I know. I wish I had your tape. audition videos for NSYNC. Ooh, actually, I would love the NSYNC audition. Your Old Man that River? That was fun. That was so funny. I did. There's, there's a song called Wait, what Old did you do? Man, old Man River. It's old like an Man old, River. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, from South Pacific, I guess it was. I, yeah. Um, which <laughs> the funniest song to sing for a boy band a 16 year old <laughs> looking like i did like a little twink and uh <laughs> singing old man river i just wanted to i just wanted to prove to them that i'm a bass singer because they were looking for a bass singer yeah. i'm like well this is the bassiest song i know and the only song yeah, that i knew the words name, to I mean, yeah, yeah exactly no. <laughs> um, so now looking back at that i'm like they must have been laughing their asses off behind my back we're like did this kid really come in here singing old man river oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you then 16 16 okay yeah, yeah so i was 15 and yeah. i also did a similar thing i sing let it be oh yeah by, yeah, yeah Beatles, Beatles. legendary That's a good song. um and now and forever by richard marks nice. so very like yeah. old men like you know <laughs> yeah. uh i guess that was a trend back then <laughs> but you can't go wrong with richard marks no, no you cannot i mean and, so many that's the good. Thing, that proves our era because there was no one really to look up to yeah. or kind of have an influence to be like oh that's that's who I aspire to be, or that's my that fits my voice range. Yeah. Um, it was just like very much just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that. it's so interesting because it, it does feel like over in South Korea, it is a factory, which kind of is like what we went through in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It was a boot camp, you it know, was, us oh, and Backstreet yeah. and all these other groups. And, uh, you know, you had to really like train. It was like you were training for the Olympics. Yeah, we're almost like Olympians. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's a sport. Yeah. Like, it is a sport to be able to sing and dance like that and just the harmony. Mean, it's there's so much that goes into so much. a group. What practice. was the training like? Did you go like immediately into it or like after you? So you got. The day, like the, the day group. I signed, really? they put me in the dorm. Wow. Okay. See, we have the same similar path right? because I yeah. did not dance. <laughs> you know, I love performing. I was in a show choir, so like I would show choir dance, yeah. right? Like, uh, but but I didn't. <laughs> we had know, the spirit fingers. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I didn't know guys. anything about hip hop, which is obviously the biggest influence yeah. you know, for our dancing. And yeah, I remember the guys were like, "Yeah, let's do this. You're in the group." 
And then a week later, I'm in choreography lessons. <laughs> like, what? Wait, we're dancing? I thought we were just kind of like, do up, do up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, step touch, step touch. Did you have any idea that the group that you were going to be in was such a, such a de- uh, dance heavily? No, like, not at all. I mean, I knew that JC and Justin danced on Mickey Mouse Club, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, that's what, but I had no idea that we were going to be a group that danced like that. How did they sell it to you? It was going to be they like didn't. A- they didn't sell it at all. You we, thought- just, we literally just went to dance rehearsals yeah. later. And like <laughs> wow. I had known this was going to Lance happen. thought they were going to be like a Disney group that just sings at Disney. Like an acapella oh. group. Oh, I was hoping we would be a Disney group. Like that, that <laughs> that was, was, that's what that he was, was thinking like it was high, going to get that's to. That's as high as I thought it could get. Like singing was, in the park. Yes. Like yeah. that acapella group that goes around. Chris was in one at Universal Studios, the high tones. And I'm like, well, maybe we so, can do that for Disney. Yeah. You know, just acapella around the park. Be known, like we'd be Look real you. famous. Could be like, oh, it's that that quintet at, at Disney. <laughs> Look, you shooting for the stars. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then they put you in hip hop dance classes. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. He, oh, Turkey here. He was in uh, hip hop kids in Miami. That's right. I was in a hip hop dance troupe He's from in a wow. dance troupe. Ten, to, ten to thirteen. Yeah. yeah, and they had they had better clothes than NSYNC for sure. For sure. <laughs> Might have been inspired by NSYNC, but y'all took it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. a lot of baggy Gotta stuff. Gotta look that up. Uh-huh. Is it, is, is it, uh, <laughs> no, well, you know, probably not me. But you could find others, and uh, it's best not to. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's a way with your audition video uh, hiding somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, why do you think? Korean music has blown up so much, not just in America, but all over the world. Yeah. I mean, stadiums being sold out mm-hmm. by Blackpink and all these Twice. artists. Twice. Um, and and, and mm-hmm. the majority of the language is in Korean. So, mm-hmm. like, how how did that work? Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I saw the whole journey, the whole arc yeah. from when, it, when we were starting out to like tour in the U.S. at yeah. venues, not even small venues, like thousand to two thousand theaters, like the Microsoft Theater. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the theaters that we performed at. Um, but like, it, it definitely wasn't a small crowd. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a following for sure, yeah. a, a niche like you know cult following. Yeah. But um, I think the the reason why it got so big was like, I think there was a lack of um, just like the dance element and the, the performance element to these boy bands yeah. and girl groups mm-hmm. and even the lack of boy bands and and boy uh, and, and girl groups in in the u.s yeah. as well because we don't really have any going on right now yeah after yeah. after the 2000s mm-hmm. so um true. like the everyone early... got too cool after the 2000s everyone got too cool yeah like <laughs> oh boy man like oh. one direction like we ain't dancing <laughs> yeah. jonas brothers like i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah, nope, no, not no. gonna do it yeah so i think there was something that people were missing mm-hmm. uh and that and just really good pop music yeah and that's, you know, I grew up on watching uh, on television because I didn't go to the concerts. Madonna, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson. And it was always about, yeah, the music was great, but I wanted to be entertained. Yeah. I wanted just my jaw to be on the floor. Like, what was that? Which a lot of artists, there's some artists are doing it right now. Beyonce, obviously, mm-hmm. that's the show uh, you want to see. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. people that really care about the theatrics. That yes. is what I want to see. I don't want to go to a concert. <laughs> No. See someone just stand behind a microphone. Although, unless some people do it right, yeah. Harry Styles, Ooh. not a big choreographer, but but very entertaining. So very entertaining. Yeah, there's very few people that can keep me yeah. entertained by just 
uh, performing behind unless that. your voice is like unless you're like an Adele or Adele, Celine Dion yeah. like and you're there or for Ariana. the voice it's Ariana yeah. you're literally there for the voice yeah. I get it but if you can't sing like that you better put on a show <laughs> yeah. I, I like that it's fireworks yeah. exactly, exactly. Like, flipping around you know I want to be entertained I need some confetti yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you hit me with some confetti I'm going to think it's, it's the best concert ever yes. I mean I and that's confetti. not even he's and, not even joking no I'm not and, and that's the thing with K-pop we just kind of served every everything if you serve the performance the visuals mm -hmm. and also the the visuals with oh, the yeah, fashion yeah. oh yeah um oh, yeah. and uh whenever like a, a a group debuts there's like a story behind them there's like a concept whether mm -hmm. they're from space whether they're like heroes or like yeah. you know something that's like um ethereal so mm -hmm. that you know people could like really fall into that story yeah. and, and want to know more about them. Um, so there's just so many different aspects that come into play when it comes to K-pop. Yeah. And they've and just mastered every single uh, one of them. Of course. Well, I'm glad you brought up fashion because that's something that we did not have back mm. in the day. No one... You guys were kind of fashion forward. I mean, you were very it fashion was very forward. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> forward. Uh, very fast forward. But it's just, you know, it's it didn't... In the 90s and early 2000s, especially being guys, you didn't think about fashion, really. Like, you weren't trying to go to the Met Ball, and you weren't getting big designers to yeah. design. Like, it no was one a bit different. For us. Yeah. No one cared. Now, they do. Mm -hmm. And especially with a lot of these K-pop artists, the fashion is so forward. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. and I love that. And there doesn't have to be a reason mm -hmm. or a statement behind it. It's mm -hmm. just fashion is fashion, and mm -hmm. they own up to it. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, like I feel like crop tops, like, started... To get popular through through the K-pop. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like so, a lot of things did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like nowadays, America, like you know, guys are wearing crop top and it's it's so cool. But I think mm. this was like even five six years ago, mm, um, yeah. boy bands were wearing crop tops and it wasn't like, oh, why are they wearing crop tops? Yeah. It was just it was, just, it was so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, and sexy, mm -hmm. and, and they owned that sexiness. I don't know if I could yeah. pull off a crop top. Well, it's not for everyone, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Uh, what was the most difficult part? Uh, of the training for you besides like the dancing that was so new to you with your journey what was the most difficult did they work y'all so heavily you couldn't sleep i think uh the most difficult part for me was um how like you mentioned it, it is a factor you know uh these these major labels are recruiting these trainees uh to create you know ultimately a product um you know and and for me you know that was uh very much um my story as well but as i was getting into my more um you know mature um like definitive years i feel like i lost that identity i fell too much into what the label wanted me to be or what the fans expected me to be um so i kind of lost myself there and i feel like a lot of k-pop um you know kids or trainees or artists um kind of have that similar, you know, struggle yeah. because, you know, they, they're they kind of torn between what they want to portray or express as an artist versus what the label wants. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, that was, I think, the most difficult part. Yeah. Um, would you say, because, you know, we obviously went through horrible contracts, yeah. you know, the Lou Pearlman <laughs> era uh -huh. where we were so taken advantage of as children and everyone's like, oh, you're kids, you'll recover. Or or uh, you guys signed up for it. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, this is what, is what yeah, you wanted. This is, this is just normal. Yeah. Um, what is that like in South Korea now? Are they, are they going through a Lou Pearlman moment right now where they are taken advantage of, they're not getting the piece of the pie they should, or are they treated pretty fairly? Um, it's getting better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's progress. Like BTS has made money. 
BTS is making okay, money. Good. Yeah, because okay. yeah. it would suck to be like, well, BTS. We don't gotta worry about that. Yeah, yeah. they didn't make money. So. They're, they're, not, they're not worrying about us. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, like I feel like um, it took a while, but uh, I yeah, there's a story that I want to share. Um, I was in a very long contract. Uh, I signed ten years in my first contract, and. Uh, I, I believe that that wasn't fair. You know, yeah. I also was, you know, raised in America. So I wanted to fight for my rights. And I was like, 10 years is way too long yeah. uh, for, for any any child or any for anything to do for 10 years. Yeah. Not even just singing and acting. No, that's or dancing. crazy. It's yeah. just anything for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I filed a lawsuit when I was um, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, um, every K-pop label um change their contract yeah you are a pioneer yeah (laughs) yeah so it's shortened to seven years yeah so now every contract is seven years um and yeah i i think also not only just like contracts but in the mental health space too Mm -hmm. uh in my days you know we just kind of had to suck it up um if we were feeling a little down or you know even if not even if we weren't just like ill physically um like if there was a time where we just wanted to rest we couldn't really do that because yeah. there was so much pressure mm-hmm. uh, and so much money involved um, right and like as a kid it's sad that you know we had to think about all those different mm-hmm. you know things that we shouldn't we're, we're just yeah. you know we should just be focusing on our yeah our and going artistry. through something like you did i mean a lot of people aren't able to mentally handle that mm-hmm. um especially going through a boot camp like this and all the pressure and then yeah. you know the fans wanting you to be something and we do have a problem these days with a lot of suicides happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all and, over the world. And unfortunately, yeah, K-pop um, has lost a lot of um, yeah. very special hearts. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's just, and I don't I don't know if it's because they were worked too hard or they just couldn't deal with the fame mm-hmm. uh, or if it's COVID. I mean, I mean, I feel like since COVID, yeah. everyone kind of got separated mm-hmm. for so long that I've, I've seen an uptick in a lot of suicides yeah. lately. I think it was uh, the lack of awareness yeah. where uh, in, in Korea, um, let, al- let alone Asia, therapy is still uh, seen as like a weakness mm-hmm. and, and yeah. people don't want to be seen as weak. Yeah. So they don't, seek out uh for for therapy mm-hmm. um but nowadays i've seen uh k-pop idols who are going through you know a mental breakdown or they just want to rest um mm-hmm. companies are allowing them to you know sit out on tours yeah. um, sit out on promotions yeah. so yeah things so are changing yeah that's good yeah that's really good yeah. um so after your training you became a member of sing in 2006 mm-hmm. so how did it feel to finally be able to use that training in a group oh well i feel like when i debuted i wasn't fully ready yeah, uh, yeah. it was still you know none of us are no yeah, <laughs> yeah. De- debut is uh is far from our complete form well i don't think we're ever gonna you know be our complete form because we're always evolving yeah. and changing um but um but it was it was nice it was really cool to see how all my insecurities growing up as a kid in in america and when i moved to korea everything shifted it just yeah. became the opposite everything yeah. i saw thought of myself um like as a weakness was a strength yeah. uh like i guess i don't know my fair skin or mm-hmm. like my more um i don't know just yeah everything that i thought was masculine in america yeah. everything was perceived as sexy and masculine just the way i was yeah uh, in Korea and that must in have felt Asia. so great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I being growing up in California, yeah. And you've always, you know, you felt like an outsider, right? Mm-hmm. And then going to South Korea, I would see, I would feel like you would 
find a little more of yourself, but also feel like a little outsider because you're American. Yeah. Did yeah, you get yeah. treated differently because you did come from America? Well, they they do praise anyone who you know is fluent in English okay. or has lived abroad. Oh, so that was like a, so it was a double. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah so double you were like double double good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got everything that they you know yeah. like physically or mm. appearance wise, but mm. they also like that I was from America. Yeah. Um, but internally, yeah, I, there was a struggle because no one really understood me or and i didn't even understand myself at that age yeah. um am i american am i korean mm. but i as i got older i was able to embrace both sides of me yeah well after a few years became a member of you kiss mm -hmm. uh so that is the group you'd be with from 2008 to 2017 yes yes uh i mean what an amazing experience that must <sighs> yeah. have been yeah. uh, so how do you describe that yeah. period of your life so that was when like I the, the group Yukis uh, really blew up. Uh, we got our international fame. We started, you know, topping charts, international charts. Mm -hmm. So that was like that was like a big move for me, um, and that really changed my lifestyle because that's when I really couldn't really go out um, because you know there were there were too many eyes, um, mm -hmm. and that's when I felt like oh, this is that's when I got my little first taste of fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. What was that like? Um, overwhelming. Yeah. Was yeah. it more exciting or scary? Um, at first it was, it was exciting, yeah. but yeah. then, uh, yeah, at, at a certain point, you know, everything, all good things you yeah. know, kind of become, it's mm. the novelty at first. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm recognized. It's and like then a I'm double-edged sure, sword. Yeah. You know? yeah. And after a while it becomes more of a burden. I'm sure. Yeah. Do you have any crazy fan stories? Oh man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in, in Korea, there's a thing called like Sasang fans and the Sasang fans mean they are obsessed with like your private life mm -hmm. and they follow you everywhere you go. Like oh, um, wow. they wait in front of your apartment yeah. or your mm -hmm. house. They, uh, write taxis around to follow where you go oh outside of wow. your work. Yeah. They also like book the same flights as you. Um, wow. Like if we're writing like business or first, they would also book the wow, same flight. Wow, that's okay. That sit, takes like, to next to level. us. Yeah, we, yeah. Have, <laughs> we have those type of fans, but they're mainly in Europe. In uh, Europe, oh, you know, like Germany, you know, England, yeah. uh, Spain. You'd have those type of fans. Yeah. None ever booked flights though with us. That's that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's, level. Yeah, but we really didn't see that much. We'd have the fans hanging out at the hotels, but that's pretty much yeah. it. But yeah, the ones in Europe would follow you everywhere. Uh -huh. You knew them by name. Yeah. You'd almost become friends with these. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, it's exactly. like, I know you. I mean, there's even uh, uh, some Spanish fans that we still keep in touch with and probably listen, they wow. listen to the show. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just so fun to see 30 years later, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, you know, we still know them. Exactly. I think it's, it's a fun ride we did together. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's a special memory that you can never forget. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. You brought up uh, a Korean word for the super fan. So <laughs> I know there's different words for K-pop members. Right? Uh -huh. I know there's like icon. There's bias. There's bias. Which yeah. I'm your bias and sync member, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. Which means it's your favorite <laughs> if member. If not, right? you should be contemplating your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, guys. So uh, give us the different uh, terminologies for uh, the different members and fans like what what should we know yeah so um let's start off with magne magne is like the youngest member of the group mm -hmm. yes okay. i remember that from the last time we were on yeah ah. they're like the cutie pie yeah. <laughs> but there's also power magnes no. who are like you know they they think uh people think that they're the cute ones but mm -hmm. then they're actually the ones that are more you know um i guess i don't know they got like 
dominant vibes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I get it. Dominant. That would be me. The dominant. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. I guess it would not be me. <laughs> well, not in NSYNC. No. No. <laughs> uh, who, who was the Magne youngest member in? I'll be NSYNC. Justin. He was Justin. the youngest. He was- Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, probably had a lot of terms. Yeah, yeah. I get all the terms. <laughs> he was yeah one of the lead singers. He was the youngest. I'm sure, he uh, was a lot of people's bias. He, a lot of he was biased. <laughs> so so biased. Jungkook from BTS is mm. the magne. He's the youngest, but he would be called like the power magne because like he's he's like um, one of the more in the most popular members yeah. in the group. Okay, so he was the power. Yeah, he's he's that. Yeah, one. He's and he's out doing solo music and he's just living his best life. Mm. Like he's. Is did it, you hear the did you hear the song Seven? I have. With Lotto? Oh, yeah. And oh, the explicit yeah. version? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard the explicit There's version. There's an explicit oh. version. And I was like, oh. Wait, so. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I mean, Jungkook. so management's okay with that now? Well, I think um, when you're BTS, yeah, you're just... <laughs> I think you could do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that. he's just out there, yeah, like I said, living his best life. Do people look down on group members going solo, or is it supported? supported oh it is yeah yeah okay. yeah um it's kind of like a newer concept though mm-hmm. uh it took longer for uh, anyone in a you know an idol group to branch off to become a solo member mm-hmm. but nowadays um yeah even when they're promoting actively as a group they you know they release solo music mm-hmm. and it's kind of kind of getting similar to like the u.s too like people want to see individual flavor and, and character yeah it's true that's what's fun about it it's just fun know? about it yeah, yeah. i i really I just hope there's going to be a, a girl band right around the corner. Like we need another Spice Girls. We need another yes. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I just love a girl group. I love a girl group. Yeah. I mean, my obsession was Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And Fifth Harmony. I love yeah. Fifth yeah. Harmony. So yeah. Great. yeah. But they were the last kind of American one to really work. Yeah. They were the last big American girl yeah. group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now K-pop is kind of dominating that space. Uh, yeah, I mean, Black, totally. yeah, Blackpink twi- twice. You can't beat Blackpink right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. they are just incredible. Headlining Coachella. Oh yeah, I was there. I mean, um, my girl Lisa. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's know, huge. Yeah. We're nice. we're good friends. So yeah. like, it's also really interesting to kind of pick out her brain to see mm. what that level of fame is like. Yeah. But what? How is she handling it? She's so level-headed, and yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm I'm still struck by it because mm. like. If I had a heart back then, even now, it should be even more pressure because of social media and and how much you have to do to stay Mm -hmm. relevant. But she just manages to do it. Have you ever gotten in trouble with something you've said in an interview or social media? Not yet. All right, not yet. Yeah, okay. let's let's keep Do it. Do you want to make it happen on the show? Because <laughs> <laughs> Lance gets in trouble all the time. Can I mean, you make some uh, headlines tonight? Yeah, uh, today for like, the podcast. Uh, what's interesting is now you kiss is still going on today, but it's kind of like Menudo. They've recast the group. Yeah, there was a new member. Even mm-hmm. when I was still in the group, we mm-hmm. had a lot of member changes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like four to five different. And is that changes. is that common in some K-pop groups? Um, or? it's not too common, mm-hmm. but and the fans accept it. Uh, they, it, it, it was harder for them to accept it back then. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, uh, I mean, they still want the original members, of course, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's a new group, uh, well, not new. They've been around for a while called NCT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they did with this group there, they have a very cool concept. They are like an ever changing group. So they have like an infinite number of like members or they have a lot of members actually in mm. nct they have like over 20 members oh, wow. but there's like four to five or even more different subunits within nct oh. that's always changing oh, there's nct dream nct u nct 127 oh. um yeah so it's um this oh, whole thing where spinoffs 
Yeah. yeah. The, the label has kind of got ahead of that. Like, oh, let's not continuously change the members and, and you know, break the fans' hearts. Mm-hmm. Let's just make a group that is just always changing. Always yeah. changing. Yeah. Different versions of it. I mean, yeah. smart, uh, something I, like I would that never concept, thought yeah. of. Yeah, that's, that's so forward thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Hey, LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great? At any age, every age. That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hi, I'm Chris Harrison, host of the most dramatic podcast ever. I'm just like you. Always looking for something interesting, heartfelt, and entertaining to listen to. You know, look, maybe you used to watch a show every Monday night, and now you have a lot of time on your hands, and you're looking for something new. Someone who's here for the right reasons, if you will. I've got you. 
Listen to the most dramatic podcast ever on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it's Jenna Ashkowitz. And Kevin McHale from And That's What You Really Missed podcast. We are going through all six seasons of Glee and we are giving you the behind the scenes stories of what it was really like filming the musical numbers and episodes. It's been so special to revisit the show that changed our lives with some of our closest friends and to share some of the most authentic and real experiences we had together, completely raw and unfiltered. Plus, we chat with our co-stars like Jane Lynch, Chris Colfer, Heather Morris, Amber Riley, Harry Shum Jr., Court Overstreet, Josh Sussman, Max Adler, Romy Rosemont, John Stamos, Alex Newell, and Dot Marie Jones on the pod, and so many more to come. We have some exciting guests coming up. And we can't forget the behind-the-scenes crew who made it all happen, our dear friends and literally the hardest-working crew in Hollywood, from creators Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan to directors, camera operators, musical directors. We are sharing all of our experiences on Glee. So meet us in the choir room at McKinley High and join us weekly on And That's What You Really Missed, available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So after You Kiss, you started the solo career. That was 2017. Mm -hmm. How nerve-wracking was that to go out on your own? Very nerve-wracking. Because um, going solo within a group and within that label is one thing. But to leave all that behind Mm -hmm. to start your own you know story your own adventure Mm -hmm. uh, into the unknown is also something else (laughs) Um, who did you who did you depend on during that moment who who was your like sounding board besides your family obviously yeah um there there really weren't any really um, because uh in k-pop you know, the K-pop idols usually stay in the label for a while or they stay in Korea because, you know, that's where, you know, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. But uh, I ha- I have a unique story, you know, because I'm Korean-American mm-hmm. and I've lived here, but I've also done the whole K-pop, you know, journey. Um, and uh, for me, it was just coming back. It was like a homecoming for me yeah. um, to rebrand myself mm-hmm. uh, and also, also to rediscover myself. Yeah. As a, as Do you, a, yeah. as a group, did y'all have rivals or were y'all very supportive? Did y'all have a Backstreet versus NSYNC type uh, situation? And who would have been your rival? <laughs> like, what was the group you're like, we got to stay on top of that? Oh, man. Um, so within the group or other groups? Uh, other groups, yeah. Other groups. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we uh, debuted in an era where there weren't too many like groups debuting in that year. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you've got like four or five different groups debuting in really? like a month. Oh, is that many? Yeah. In, in, in my era, in the second gen. How do you K-pop, stand out when that's happening? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Um, but in my, in my days, there were only like three groups that debuted in a year. Mm-hmm. So in our year, it was a group called Shiny and another group called 2PM. So, um, which, which was so ridiculous because they were so different from uh, us. And yeah. e- every group had their very distinct, you know, qualities. But because you we were the only boy groups of the year, mm-hmm. the media would kind of put us together in like this rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was friends with all of them. So it, it was weird to like see that happening online and with the fans mm-hmm. when we were all just cool with each other. Yeah. yeah. What made y'all's group stand out more? Like what was the difference between you and the other groups? For us, we, um, so we kind of had to, to like, we, for our group, it took time for us to define our mm-hmm. groups. Like, mm-hmm. cult, like, like I who guess. are we? Yeah, yeah, it took yeah. it took a while, but uh, at the end, it was like um, just good pop music, 
uh, and, and really good performances. Yeah. Our performances stood out. Yeah. Yeah. I love y'all's performances. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. So good. <laughs> uh, and, and the fact that we could speak seven different languages. Yeah. yeah. So that made us international. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you pick up any other languages while you were doing this? Uh, Japanese. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, nice. I'm fluent in Japanese. Oh, um, wow. Yukus is also huge in Latin America. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we did three Latin America tours. Ooh, yeah. We visited cool. Mexico, mm. Peru, Colombia. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm glad I took Spanish when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. A, little, a little bit of that. Well, that's bit, nice. Yeah. I'm learning that now just because the kids are learning Spanish. So oh, it's what? very helpful. Oh, my very God. Helpful. And I'm learning uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. Yes, oh, yes. Uh-huh. how has that been going? It's hard. But I just keep playing it for the kids over and over. So I'm kind of, it's, wow. I, I know a lot of words now, <laughs> but I'm just hoping it just kind of gets in their brain yeah, and it's yeah, easier yeah. for them to learn when they're a little older. So uh-huh, that's uh-huh. my gift to them is to give wow. them Mandarin and Spanish. <laughs> that's oh. what I want. Um, speaking of uh, Japan, our friend Shin yes. uh, oh just recently God. with breaking news. Just um, like a few hours ago. I know. Uh, so excited that uh, he has come out yes. publicly, mm-hmm. which is very hard for a Japanese artist to do. So mm. uh, what, what would you say to Shin right now? Uh, I am beyond proud uh proud is an understatement um to you know how i feel about his whole journey because we've been best friends uh for over a decade uh because he was in a group called triple a one of the biggest idol groups in japan um and you kiss and triple a were in the same um under the same label avex so that's how i met him but um yeah he he came out to me uh like a few years ago just like only maybe two years ago mm-hmm. and uh and at that time he was still you know going through it um you know telling his close friends family mm. so this is he told me yeah, he told you <laughs> yeah i'm like, always like the go-to <laughs> the, the <laughs> gateway celebrity, like hey let me run this by you. <laughs> are you like the you gatekeeper any, yeah, i'm the gatekeeper okay. the gays coming out yeah that's it <laughs> the gatekeeper the gatekeeper, <laughs> the gatekeeper. <laughs> but that's that's huge for japan because is this uh, the first out musician yes yes yeah oh, that's wow. huge it's, he is a pioneer, a trailblazer of That's going to change wow. so much. So much. Yeah. And, I mean, it's only been a few hours, but how yeah. are the fans taking it? Oh, so supportive. Um, everyone in the – because he – had the courage to come out in front of his fans in person. Oh, he did? Yeah, it was during the concert. At a, at a concert. No way. Oh, I just got chills. I, I got chills, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Because, you know, these th- these things are very personal, yeah. and it's hard to even just say it in front of a camera. Right, yeah. But – in, in a live in-person venue yeah. with his members there to wow. support him. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, he was crying, obviously, because, you know, he was telling his story. And everyone was just so supportive. Fans yeah. were crying. Yeah. They said, we still love you. Um, oh. His comments on Instagram are just blowing up right now. Um, I'm just thinking of the amount of kids there. <sighs> That will see themselves in exactly. him. Exactly. And actually save people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like someone, some kid out there is not taking their life mm-hmm. today because mm-hmm. of this story. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's great. And, and, and it was, um, it's a great timing too, because uh, there were a lot of, you know, just political and, and, and issues revolving the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Japan. Yeah. And it couldn't have been a better time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm seeing that all over the world right now. You know, it's uh, the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. is being attacked in many countries just politically attacked because yeah. people are you know the alt-right's really trying to get elected and so, and so they always pick on the lgbt community when that happens i yeah. mean look, america is getting real dangerous here this is mm. the first time i think in in decades that 
now the uh, HRC is saying there's certain states and there's a lot of states that they're saying don't travel there. They're saying it's not safe for LGBT to travel oh, to states. Oh my God. Could never imagine yeah. that's the world we're living in. I mean, as much as we think we're, you know, yeah, going forward, but, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that, you know, this is a tipping point because, you know, the pendulum definitely swings far one way and then it mm -hmm. comes back. So yeah. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but it just, it does feel dangerous this is the first time i've actually been kind of scared oh. to kind of to walk around certain places oh wow you know yeah, and it's yeah. sad that i just finally got over not being afraid to hold his hand in public oh, you know because wow. you're so instilled in those things at a, as young age like it's oh i can't i can't so touch deeply yeah. integrated in our brains yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so um, yeah but no uh super proud of shin so happy for him that he could finally yeah, live his him. authentic life yeah. just unapologetically himself uh, yeah. and it'll create um conversations oh, and yeah. it'll just yeah it'll it'll start to encourage because sure. obviously there's more gay people and musicians out there that just aren't out yet yeah, so maybe yeah. this will encourage them to be themselves but hey when he comes back let's let's yeah let's yeah. go to uh I'd heart love that. Yeah, yes let's go to we, yeah we, we gotta do that out. now we have a really good excuse to go out <laughs> yeah. and have fun. all right so i mean there's nothing that you can't do basically uh, uh -huh. i mean you music tv hosting acting so mm -hmm. what are you going to focus on next so right now, um, I am in development for uh, a few film projects. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. I just booked my first feature film nice. with Congrats. Margaret Cho and, and James Hong. Oh, amazing. Um, I play a gay character. Nice. Um, and I fall in love with my love interest, who is uh, David Burka. Oh, yeah. I love David. Yeah. I love all those people you mentioned. <laughs> I, know. I know. So That's what a great. yeah, what a, an amazing time and, and what an honor because mm -hmm. um, you know, it's my first feature film in 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 America. So mm -hmm. I think after my K-pop Broadway run because mm -hmm. that was last year it yeah. ended. Mm -hmm. Um, so having Broadway on my credit is also yeah. great too for my yeah. career. Broadway debut. Yeah. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> and the Tony nominated K-pop. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and so, okay, because I know what it's like to launch a, a musical. It is mm. very difficult. It so takes difficult. many, years. many years. Yeah. Um, so congrats for yeah. it getting to Broadway. Because K-pop took uh, a decade really? to, to um, transition over to Broadway because wow. K-pop started on off-Broadway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a long journey, mm -hmm. a long time in the making. But we made it on Broadway. Mm -hmm. uh, we made history as uh, you know the first Korean story to be told on Broadway. Wow. So great! First all Asian cast, yeah. uh, first Asian uh, woman composer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, on Broadway. Um, so yeah, so many monumental. You're moments. just breaking the glass ceiling all over the place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. That whole journey was amazing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, I, you know, I've only I, I've only been back in the states for like a little over a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. So it's really wow. interesting to see how, you know, my career will shift um, mm -hmm. you know, back home. Yeah. And I just feel so comfortable and liberated here. Yeah. Um, literally the, the sky's the limit. So. And you seem Aww. so happy. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. you're still so young. Like you've done so much this, you've had such a long career already. When you, when you look back at everything that you've yeah. accomplished so far, what are you the most proud of right now? Uh, just my self growth. I'm, I'm very proud of myself um, to see how far I've come. Um, and, you know, it's, it's weird because I think K-pop made me think I'm old because I started at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm only 30. And, I know. And, and, and I, I just know. got here. So I know normal people just... don't start like their, their profession at 15. So like, <laughs> know, kind of in but different it's so framework. true. And especially in the pop world, I remember, God, I was maybe 26 or 27 when I first 
realize like, wait, y'all think I'm old? Like, because people, <laughs> someone like 19, 20 is like, oh, they're like, yeah. they're old. They're yeah. ancient. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. 26 years old. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, children? Oh, I know. But, uh, but I love how I get to just redefine um, my, I guess, my, my future um, yeah. career mm-hmm. uh, with a new passion as well. Yeah. Um, awesome. with it, and also a fresh mindset. Yeah. yeah. And there's just so much to look forward to. That's uh, great. I love it. And I'm also doing KCON, so you guys should definitely oh, come. Oh, when, when is KCON? When is that? KCON is August 18th through 20th. Are we are you, uh, are here? here? So I'm performing. No, I'm um, like, no, she said you're not here. <laughs> I was just It'll be at the Oh, we're in Orlando. You're in Orlando? Oh, it's, oh yeah, we're in Orlando. Yeah, it's yeah. it's held annually at the Crypto.com Arena. Mm. Um, I'm performing. I have my own uh, panel oh uh, yeah i wish you guys could make it oh, yes yeah. we'll be in orlando we're with mr ah, joey fatone he does his joey fatone and friends at epcot every year oh my god uh, so i'm gonna be one of the friends to pop up and sing with him awesome yeah. oh my god old yeah. man river oh, i'm gonna do old, old man, man river, river. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to open up with Old Man River. Send him my regards because my first podcast was with Joey Fatone. Oh, no way. Really? Did you do it with him and the other Joe? Was it Cup of Two Joes? Yes, Cup yes. of Two Joes. <laughs> this was during the pandemic. My first yes. ever podcast appearance. No way. Oh, okay. oh, I'm and then we partied together at, um, yeah. at Rock, uh, Rocco's. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, oh. All right. We need uh, a frosted tip here for you. The fans okay. want to know, what are some tips you have in overcoming your fears of doing something you find intimidating? Uh, yeah. I would, I would like dance. You know, you didn't know how to dance, so it's yeah. like, what was that fear? Like, how do you get over? I that? know how do I get over that? How mm. did I get over that? Yeah. <laughs> God, you can't probably think about it. You, just, you, no, have you to just, just gotta do it. it. My best advice: just, just do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. just do it. It's true. Um, yeah. It's crazy what you can get yourself to do, especially when you're focused on something you're interested it's you can you can force yourself to do anything it's yeah. true but it's also at the same time like your mind will also force you to like not do so many things for mm-hmm. no real good reason just like because yeah. of fear yeah, yeah you yeah. know it's just a feeling but it'll stop you from doing something that you could very easily do yeah you know you yeah. just gotta totally. try mm-hmm. I, I, for me uh it took a while for me to really just embrace my like fears and insecurities yeah. it, it took time yeah. but uh you know anyone in their teens i would just say you know what life is short, go for it, you know? And like, I used to think and like care about uh, what other people thought so much, but to be honest and from experience guys, it really doesn't matter what people say. And as much as I tell myself that over and over, it's, I still catch myself caring too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh God, like, why do I care? Like, it doesn't matter. And the people that, and the people who do say stuff, that's just Mm -hmm. their insecurities. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, That they're putting it on themselves. Yeah. And I think I still have that like PTSD type brain where in the nineties, early two thousands, like you were so, you had to be this person. Right. And I keep catching myself being that person yeah. for I mean, someone else. I'm still in that yeah. era too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah. Like, yeah. like you can have like a hundred like amazing comments, but someone will write one bad comment about you. Lance, like, and that to please will, everyone. And then that one is the only one you will focus yes. on. <laughs> yeah. Cause you got to win them over. Yeah. And you're like, win them over. how could they think that? Oh, I'm like, well, them what about the hundred other people that said otherwise yeah. why are you even looking at that I mean, comment it's true because you're just a, as a I'm a people pleaser uh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and being within sync and then having the competition with Backstreet Boys you know if you had a hater like especially the guys right of course you're not going to win many guys over <laughs> but you so desperately wanted to yeah you're like why do you hate me 
I need you to yeah, like I me. I want to prove myself. What can I do? And yeah, then you yeah, focus yeah. on that more than the actual people that care about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, here's some fan questions. Uh, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh, Mandu. That's like dumpling in Korean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, what was your trainee experience like? Ooh. I guess we can add Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Very rigorous training process. But it was really fun. I was. I was young. Uh, I had a lot of energy (laughs) that I wish that I would still have some. Like, you know, I still wish I could have until this day. (laughs) Did they ever? Did you ever get to the point where you threw up? Um. No, not really? since I threw See, up. I did that the first time I, I was with the guys, maybe for a week or two. They're like, "We're going to go to the gym," which is another thing I've never done. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, so we're dancing and we're going to work out. Great, good." So uh, you know, work out for the first time, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm like yeah. lifting heavier than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why have I not been doing this?" But right? Then maybe you push yourself too um, hard. The next week, I could not get off the futon I lived on in <sighs> Chris Kirkpatrick's room. <laughs> Could not move. I so was sore, so right? sore, and I was throwing up from the pain. Oh, like, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Actually, I almost threw up uh, doing my first uh, CrossFit experience. Oh yeah, well, but, yeah. Well, yeah. But that's different from my training. No, I can't. Yeah. I won't I, even try that. <laughs> I won't. My body can't take that. Yeah. I'm, I'm at an age now where I know what I can do, and I cannot do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was your first exposure to pop music that made you want to pursue K-pop by Maddie One D? I think we discussed yeah. some of that. Yeah. In the, Maybe yeah. we should start with fan questions because we do. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> over it all. Just edit everything so we yeah. answered everyone's yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Just rewind about uh, twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is from uh, Nam Juni for Prez. Do you feel like uh, thanks you, to K-pop? Oh, do you feel like thanks to K-pop, mm-hmm. '90s male groups are making a comeback? Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because there's so much demand in boy bands. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think K-pop, you know, with you guys and BTS and mm-hmm. Blackpink, people are interested in that, those groups yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and I think Backstreet Boys blew up again because of that. Well, um, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say just because of K-pop, but no, I think yeah. it definitely influences. It helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. definitely does. Yeah. Um, and also within like the K-pop um, realm too, mm-hmm. K-pop because it's so big now, it kind of um, made people nostalgic of the older K-pop groups mm-hmm. like ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah. So they're making comebacks. Yeah, That's awesome. Like my group just made a comeback as well. Yeah, it's, it's our fifteenth year anniversary. Oh, wow. yeah, so yeah, what are y'all yeah. doing for that? Um, so I was unfortunately I was busy with the Broadway musical, uh-huh. and I was also shooting movies, so I couldn't yeah, participate. Like, I am too busy for you no, guys. No, yeah. I wanted to be with them. <laughs> uh, of course. Kevin Lee Timberlake over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course. Uh, no, it, it was a bummer that I couldn't really, you know, you know, be in the, the comeback um, mm, yeah. album, but they're doing a concert. They're on tour right now. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, and do you just keep in touch with those guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I sent them my video messages for mm. them to show at the concert. Oh, so that, good. You know, my fans and they're like our fans would be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Aww, special moment. That's great. Great. Is your family still up in the Bay Area? Uh, no. So my whole family moved to Korea when I was. Oh, you know, so they're in the all in Korea now. But then I'm uh, slowly moving them one by one. Oh, yeah. Nice. So my, I'm with my dad right now in LA. Oh, good. Yeah. So you want them in LA? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Of course. Hopefully, yeah. my sister yeah. and my mom will join soon. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, nothing like having family around you. Exactly. I mean, you can create your own family, but having your real family yeah. around yeah. is so close, nice. Close, but not too close. Yeah. 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 You know the drill. <laughs> we're trying. We're thinking now because you know we have the kids yeah. and. You know, it's so nice when family's over here, but we're so far away from them uh-huh. in California. So 
eventually we would like to get a little closer. So we're looking yeah. at places like Austin or Dallas or oh, Nashville nice, nice. that's closer to our families. Um, and that would just be so nice to be able to have my family move to whatever town we move to. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I love that. To have, to have grandma next door, you know, anytime yeah. we need. <laughs> that would be very helpful. That would be, I would actually get some sleep. And actually, and vacation. Yeah. You know, yes, all those fun things. Exactly. You don't do yeah. uh, Kevin, it is oh. always great to catch yeah. up with you. Yes, great always. Um, please tell your fans uh, what you need to tell them right now. And how can everyone stay in touch with you? Oh, yeah. Uh, follow me on uh, my socials. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, and my upcoming projects, like I mentioned, I'm doing KCON. So you can see me there uh, in August. Um, other than that, look forward to my um, upcoming films. Uh, yeah. And I'm also working on a short film that's going to be released soon. Nice. So, yeah, there's a lot of things uh, awesome. to look forward to. Uh, and I hope I get to meet you guys um, on tour soon because I'm writing new music as well. All right. right. I love that. Yeah. Well, it's always great to see you. And, Pleasure. Uh, yeah. Well, well, we can't wait to have you back to kind of follow up on all the things exactly. that you're doing, all the 500 things that you're doing right Once now. Once everything gets back to exactly. somewhat normal. Exactly. We have time. We have time. We have time. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here, buddy. Oh, thank right. you. Sweet. Hey, LA. Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, DiscoverLA.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Mr. Kevin Wu, everyone. Oh, we say it. Are you saying this all the time? I know, but I he know. is such a nice guy. Such. I mean, I might have to say the nicest we've ever had. I think he might just be the nicest human being <laughs> I know. there ever is. Just such a good guy. Um, you know, we've I've known him for a few years. He yeah. came on our last show, and uh, you know, we've um, kept in touch here in Los Angeles. And he introduced me to his best friend Shin, who we talked about, who just came out yeah. in Japan, and and that's such a big deal. Huge. Like Shin is huge in japan um it's like a bts member coming out yeah like it, it's just it, Massive. it changes a lot i know and in a like a country where that's not no common no, at no, all no, no no it's yeah it's like america in the 80s yeah <laughs> it's like it's no bueno you can't be gay or you're just considered an outcast um so yeah so congratulations to him and congratulations kevin kicking i know butts. i hope i can't wait to see all of his projects coming I mean, to fruition he is he's a brilliant man super talented yeah. and uh, we're gonna see a lot from this young man in the future um all right guys that is all the show i have for you what a good day a great day it's a hot day it's, a, it's hot a good day, day. <laughs> it's a great hot day it's a great hot day uh but it's a great day to have a great day Right. I love that. Lance. I love it. That's how we start every morning. It is. It is a great, great day, day to have, have a great day. day. Um, all right, guys. Be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Take care of those animals. We'll see you next time. But don't forget, stay frosted. You missed it. I, I literally forgot. Again? Yeah, I literally forgot what it was. And don't forget, stay, stay frosted. frosted. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Frosted Tips with Lance. And Michael Turgeon Art. And at Lance Bass for all your pop culture needs. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Six if you can. See you next time. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 
This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.